Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews Podcast, where if you want it, we're if you I'm your host, DC, and today I'm joined by Moss. How's it going, everyone? And the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews from things like movies, TV shows, and a little bit of comic book stuff. This is the 33rd episode of the podcast. So, in thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, we're going to go over a few trailers here. It looks like about five. And then we're going to go with the other stuff, and then we're going to mention what's coming out in theaters this weekend, and we're going to all wrap it up afterwards. So, um, the first trailer we have here is the Finding Dory trailer. Um, I'm going to let you go first, Moss. What is your main thoughts about this trailer? My main thoughts is that this took too long to be to make. This should have been made a long time ago. I was a fan of Finding Nemo. I'm a huge fan of Ellen DeGeneres. I think she's a, a, beautiful, a beautiful soul. And... I've been excited to see such a good-natured film in a long time, and I think the premise is great, and it's going. To, I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm really excited for it. Um, right. See, for me, I'll give it a thumbs middle, just because. What? Yeah, you mentioned before it's slightly, it's kind of out the scope right now. It took it yeah. quite a bit yeah. to <laughs> get out there. Yeah, it's like ten years later. Yeah. So now. These characters are cool, but they're trying to rehash and be like, all right, this is a character you love. You should love this character. Bring them back. And it's like, yeah, I do remember this character. I'm not really sure what the story is about, per se, kind of. I thought it was going to be a story that you're trying to find Dory herself. But it's like, oh, you're trying to find her family. It's like, okay, cool, I guess. Well, more than just that, I think it also plays on her her very very short-term memory problem and it's kind of like finding dory in the sense like she's finding who who she is she's finding out who she is it's uh i think they're gonna pull that it looks like they're pulling that angle because she slowly starts remembering things and the idea of being able to remember things excites her because she's not familiar with that she's completely okay with not remembering anything because it's just been her life for so long so i just wonder what are they gonna do she fell and hit a rock on her head like fish with alzheimer's it's <laughs> i don't know but uh I, I i love the character i agree with you it took so long to come out but i still give it a thumbs up yeah it's i'm still gonna watch the movie there i'm just saying that <laughs> it, it really should have came out a long time ago and the, the thought process yeah. of the movie, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. You want to have a, a great draw to this movie. And for now, yeah. it's just showing like, oh, we're just going to do a finer memories kind of thing. Yeah, I'm hoping that they, the next few trailers, they show some familiar faces. Like, I hope they cross the Great Barrier Reef and they visit Crush because Crush is the man. And I don't know, uh, considering how how clownfish live i really hope they go away from the clownfish situation um so yeah this is one of things where i'm thinking about i was like hmm so it's it's gonna be like familiar with the with the mating patterns of clownfish not not at all okay so this is what happens when one of the partners of a say a clownfish like you know nemo's father lost his partner right what will happen is depending on the, the the gender of the the child that they had the either the the parent or the child will change genders so that they can procreate okay so that's what finding nemo really was about 
<laughs> he chasing down his son so that one of them is going to change, do a girl Caitlyn Jenner switch, and it's going to be on. Oh, okay. They're one of the only creatures, I think they're the only creatures capable of doing that, changing genders. Hmm. Interesting. Puts a whole new spin on the movie, doesn't it? Finding Nemo, totally different light. <laughs> slightly, slightly. But you know, it's, it's one of those things where with that one, you brought in a lot of lovable characters. And thinking about finding Dory, is like, alright, Dory's going It'll be awesome, because, like, she forgets all the time. She's like, oh, she's going to be lost? Oh, snap. I can see how she gets lost. And, like, I can see that. But now it seems like, oh, she's going to try and find a family. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a combination of things. I think she's going to keep wandering, like she naturally does. And she's also, like, they they announced she's sleep swimming, you know? So that's going to be a factor. So she's going to... She's going to wander. She's going to wander in her sleep, and she's remembering things and trying to figure out who, where she's from and where her family is. So, it's. I think it's all going to play out, but I think the main premise is her, like, you know, like you heard, finding her family and remembering who she is. That's the finding Dory aspect of it, so. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Alright, next trailer up is Outsiders. So Ooh, let's let's turn it from from happy go lucky all the way to this thing. Yeah. Ooh, all right. <laughs> so for this one, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure on it. I'm really not sure. I'm gonna go first. Again. I, I'll go first. Yeah. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. So watching this trailer reminded me. It was a bit awkward. It reminded me of when I had first seen the Devil's Rejects and the Hills Have Eyes. It was very awkward to watch. It was like a very the well-knit family that's very rugged and out of their minds and it just gave you that uncomfortable feeling like things happen in this family that shouldn't normally happen (laughs) and they're okay with it and it was just it just creeped me out i'm not looking forward to seeing this movie but most likely we'll see it so i'm gonna give it a thumbs middle for now but oh I'm not looking forward to it. I'll be honest. I'm going to watch it just because it did catch my attention. But I don't know. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters as opposed to seeing it when it comes out on DVD. Yeah. Um. For this actual piece of work, it, it did feel like justified a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm expecting to see Timothy Oliphant pop, pass by and, you know, do something kind of crazy and outrageous. But he didn't show up. And I'm glad he didn't, because this wasn't really my cup of tea, to be honest. Um, I'm not gonna, No, not at all. I'm not going to say... I know, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say I liked it at all, but I could see who would like it, you know, if you like that kind of Western... Yeah, movie. like The Devil's Rejects, yeah. and also, like uh, like I said, The Hills Have Eyes. It had that very like familial Manson family feel to it, and it's just pretty creepy. Yeah, so if you're, I'm guessing any horror genre people will love it. So yeah. that's just you guys. You you enjoy that, but it's just not yeah. not me at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna say it, yes or no. I'm probably gonna say mm, four fifths down 
Yes. <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. <laughs> out of habit, out of like I said, I'm gonna wait to see more, see if there's more of a plot to it, because I didn't think that there was enough to base uh, a full conclusion off of the trailers that are out and what we've seen so far. I just know that it's pretty creepy. Yep. Another thing about creepy, uh, this new Jessica Jones trailer. It's um, a full trailer, so I think it's number either two or three. I, I can't keep track of these trailers now, especially with the Jessica Jones, because they start popping out more and more. And I'm like, but why put out trailers yeah. like this? Like this crazy? It's like it's coming out in six days. So I'm like, there's gonna be 13 episodes out there. You should hold off on trailers just a little bit. But for this one, <laughs> I, I go first in this one because I, I really was like, all right, let me watch a couple of times and figure out. So for this one, they're bringing the aspect of the Purple Man, and they're making him like the the be-all villain for this season. So I'm like, all right, I can see how it works. I wonder how she's going to defeat him because his power works on some pheromone, I tell you what to do, you do it kind of thing. And I'm like, all right, let's see if you can even get close to him and try to hurt him of some sort. Because it sounds like you get anywhere close to him, he's like, yep, I got you. And you're not strong to to resist my power. So the couple of trailers, the couple of, trails that came out really showed how dangerous he is and this last one really well popped out there it's like oh you can try to hurt me if i die like 20 people is gonna do something bad to themselves i'm like wow that is a power isn't huh that's crazy so for this one i'll give it a thumbs three quarters the way up um so moss what are your thoughts about this trailer Again, I agree with you. The powers that this person has seems a little little too intense because it's ultimately how do you handle something like this? Aside from, you know, a long-range sniper shot which someone like the Punisher would have no problem committing. Uh, I don't know because Jessica Jones's character is so in your face and, you know, hands-on approach. <laughs> See, that's her style, that's what her abilities are. I think they, like you said, they may be releasing a little too much so close to release. And um, I think the the issue that they're going to be presenting, which is going to separate it and potentially make or break it, is that with Daredevil, we were familiar with the, the beef between Kingpin and Daredevil, if you're a fan. And also, being that how well they established the relationship, I know that the people in charge have no problem being able to manipulate and establish a really good storyline. And I'm hoping that this movie is as successful as Guardians of the Galaxy was, whereas it was somewhat, it's a new team, fresh start, they get to do what they want and do it well. And Jessica Jones seems like this is going to be their version, their TV version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm really hopeful and excited and the filming style, it's so gritty and it's its such a familiar feel from how well they did Daredevil that I'm excited for it. And I'm i am hopeful, I'm really hopeful. But the, the powers do seem like, alright, well how do you handle that? Like, <laughs> what can you do against that? This guy is virtually untouchable. And it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I, again, I hope to see it, but I, I think I'm going to start a a pool and see if anyone else places bets on how they're going to take him down because I, I don't really see a long distance sniper shot working. <laughs> well, it looks like from reading online a lot, a lot about this whole um, power of his, it works, but it's like 
for pheromones, depends on if you can block it high enough. So, there's always been, like, a high number of people from the fight. So, eventually, they outnumber him. And he doesn't have enough to actually do everybody kind of thing. Well, interesting. Fun fact that I mentioned Punisher. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but Punisher is actually Frank Castle. His interesting um, character trait is that he actually has full control of his mind. There are several times when he was, fight- he was fighting people within like the Hellfire Club and other psychic powered villains that tried to take over his mind that were immediately blocked out because he fought them off mentally and he even looked at them and told them straight up this is way weaker than what i do to myself you guys stand no chance and he's able to withstand psychic attacks so i don't know if the pheromones plays a factor in that but it seems like it's a it's more or less a psychic attack that is triggered by your pheromones and I'm, again, you know, hoping, hoping that there's going to be some type of Punisher cross because I know that he's going to, we all know that he's going to be in the Daredevil series. Yep. Maybe he makes an appearance. I'm not saying he's going to take out the main bad guy for Jessica Jones. That'd be out of control. Mm-hmm. But hopefully he does make an appearance and he shows some ability to withstand. That uh, would be interesting. That would probably make it where she starts to get, get kind of um, resistance against it and probably beat him up one way or another um for the comics i believe he retired and then he came back to get hunted down by the kingpin which is kind of funny hilarious a little bit but um for for punch to show up in this one it'd be weird just because he's supposed to show up in daredevil first and he's going to be there next year so they, they they might mention they name drop you know him or well I'm not talking about you know just you know, I'm, I'm talking about like a quick little appearance of sorts like you know a little cameo I don't see why they wouldn't do that yeah well, let's see what they do it'll be out here in six days well yeah yeah I mean days. look at look at what the Arrow and Flash are doing they're making cameos left and right. Yeah, it'd be kind of awesome. And it's, 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 they're really setting up for their Legends of Tomorrow, and it's working out well for them, so I don't see why they wouldn't have Frank Castle pop in, just pop in, pop out type thing. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm, I'm hopeful. Let's just say that I'm hopeful. So the second trailer, the second and third trailer, this extended trailer has nothing but excited me, and I'm looking forward to it. This looks like it's going to be a very well-told story again. And just in time for Nelson and Murdoch to take off once again as well. So, I'm giving it a thumbs up. What about you, Dean? Yeah, I'm going to thumbs up also. It's, um, I believe I gave it a three quarters away up. Yes. Right? No. Three quarters Blasphemous. Away up. <laughs> that's very high. That's very, very high. That's, that's almost <laughs> a full extra well, thumbs up. Considering considering the what else we've been discussing, I guess so. Yes, it's definitely the highest one of this night so far. Leaps and bounds. So another trailer that came out, which is not, I'm not sure which one it is, a uh, third or fourth trailer, is Divergent Series, um, Allegiant. This one looks better than the other ones. I can say that. Um, the other ones really felt kind of boring and kind of bland. This one, it kicked it up a, a semi-notch. So for me, I'll give it a, um, let's see, since I was three quarters of the way up, I give this one a, let's see. Between three quarters and one half. I was going to do the math in my head, but I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm very, very lazy. When did we start scaling it in terms of full up, full down, 
all the way into three quarters up, half up, three quarters down, it, it's, an eighth up. Well, how did we get into? How did we get into this vicious cycle? It, it's one of those things where you think about it. And it's like, <laughs> do I get a full thumbs up, or I'm like, uh, oh no, I'm aware. I'm just wondering when you and I actually decided to start incorporating this. I forget which episode it was, but I know that we both saw something, and it was just like, I don't want to fully commit and give it a thumbs up. But it showed promise. <laughs> That's absolutely one. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but I, I know it's been a vicious cycle since, and it only makes sense because some things like the, the Divergent series, it's it shows promise, but it feels like a watered down, a watered down Mockingjay. It it's just the the series came out way too connected, and I I don't want to say that it's piggybacking off the success off of. Uh, the Mockingjay and the, that whole series, but it just is too similar in many ways. And honestly, I look at it and I, I, I immediately think Twilight. I immediately think Twilight. <laughs> I think it's all the kids running around. Um, for me, I, I could separate it definitely just because they're they're semi different than what they're doing. This one is more or less a you're either in this group or that group. Which is like the tracking system of some sorts and whatnot. And for, you know, Hunger Games, it's like, oh, you fight to the death. And in this one... Oh, oh yeah, no, live. no. In terms of the premise, yeah, yeah. But I mean about how they go about the rest of the story and uh, just the characters, you know, they, they, they look similar. I mean, you can't tell me that the, <laughs> that the leading actress yeah. that's in the Divergent series, they don't make her out to resemble just a little bit. Yeah, um, she definitely looks... They even cut her hair short. Very, very close. And they, they, they gave the same bob that... No, come on. I think... Yeah, no, it's 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 okay, but it's just... It's... I don't know. It's, it's just... Uh, it's kind of like in the 90s when all these, you know, boy bands were popping up in the late 90s. It's like, you know, NSYNC here, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, Old Town. There's a little bit for everybody. There's, there's, something, there's a group out there for somebody, you know? Yeah, and some people like it, you know, and hopefully... <laughs> Amen, really... like you said earlier about The Outsiders, there's definitely a market for it, and yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's just not a, not my cup of tea. It's it's one of those things where this this movie would have been awesome, but there's a lot of things that happen. Uh, I know, spoiler territory, Miles Taylor's character, I was like, oh, okay, he's, he's a good guy now, kind of? I was like, oh... And at first, when he said douche, <laughs> I remember him not being the greatest character at, at all. I was like, um, it was a ruse. It was a ruse. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay, I, I guess that works. And I'm like, they deal, like, this series deal a lot with dreams. And those sequences, I was like, all right, is this that really happened? No. I said, okay, no, that didn't happen. All right, let's figure out what exactly happened. And then continue from there. So that's probably the one thing that was a drawback for this whole movie series. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I'm not a fan of this series as I've already expressed. Mm. I I may finish it, finish off watching it. It's it's lost my attention for the most part. I've I've lost the the fire for it. So. All right. So cool. Um, there's another trailer that came out, which is the the night before. Red Band trailer number two. I know it's number two trailer because I remember watching the first one. I'm like, woo! This first mm-hmm. one is definitely R-rated. Really is R-rated. Yeah, it was, it was, the first trailer was sassy. The second trailer, it's it's like 
The Hangover meets Neighbors Christmas time. Yeah. So it's it is absolutely wild. And it, at first, when I saw the first trailer, I was just like, ah, no, nah, I'm not Seth Rogen again doing this Seth Rogen thing on Christmas. And then I saw the Red Band trailer. And I was like, all right, all right, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it should definitely be awesome. I, I saw JGO and Anthony Mackie in there, and then these three guys mm-hmm. together, they're just going to make an awesome trio, and you're going to laugh your butt off. You're really going to laugh your butt off. If you don't laugh my your butt favorite off. Two, my favorite two parts of the trailer were when um, when Joseph Gordon-Levitt gives uh, Seth Rogen's wife uh, the the Wu Tang onesie and then starts on top of his lungs screaming Wu Tang Clan and then F with <laughs> a huge dinner party and he's just going full into the song the the 90s knee high kicks and it's just all up in it I could not stop laughing and 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 then the other part was when Seth Rogen smokes enough to see the future and he and his wife are watching their daughter <laughs> and it is absolutely comedic and ridiculous and i'm i'm actually really looking forward to this film yeah for this one uh, i'm gonna not go any kind of quarter or even any um fractional kind of number i guess always thumbs up uh this trailer yeah. definitely definitely rocked it really really rocked it i look at the whole um home alone reference it's like oh she home alone me what happened What's going on? <laughs> it was really, really funny. It made me laugh, really. And just Joseph Gore-Levitt, man can do comedy, no doubt about it. So can Anthony Mackie and um, Seth Rogen. So this should be awesome. I'm definitely gonna see it the yeah. first day. Really am. All right. So yeah, no, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And and I knew it was gonna be interesting when you see Seth Rogen consistently popping pills. It I knew it was gonna be on. And, is hilarious scenes. It's going to be great, and I'm just really looking forward to it. Yep, it should, it should be awesome. Really should be awesome. So, that's all for trailers. We have one more thing up, which is other. So, there's a live-action um, Hunchback of Notre Dame movie coming out. Of course, you know, they have to remake every single Disney property known to man. So, this one's coming out, and I am... Not too excited at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, this movie itself, I didn't mind the Disney version. I I, I watched it. and I was like, oh, cool, cool story, cool premise. Um, you know, it's it speaks to a lot of people because you know he's always ostracized and you know he's trying to get the girl of his dreams. So I was like, all right, this is definitely working out from from many folks. It's like, yeah, so so touch the story of trying to get your girl. That you always wish you could always have, but you're not exactly 100% to do what you need to do. So, Moss, what is your thoughts on this news? Well, uh, Hunchback Notre Dame, I, I agree with his touching story. What, what kind of bothers me is, as I got a little bit older and I started doing some accidental research into things, I found out that, you know... Walt Disney and Disney Studios, they're pretty notorious for taking stories that were from banned books and also just very morbid stories and flipping them into Disney movies, into little princess movies, and making an obscene amount of money off of them. And Hunchback of Notre Dame, originally, the story is so messed up. 
it's another one of those stories. I think it's great that they're, they're able to retell a story and, yeah, okay, so they give it a happy ending, but, I mean, uh, you know, that's what sells, I guess. And and uh, a live action, though? Let's see. I mean, Hunchback and Notre Dame had a lot of really good musical hits, and if it's more of a musical than just a live action film, I think that'll resonate better. But I don't know. I mean... I would have thought they would have went with more like Beauty and the Beast to go live action first before something like Hunchback of Notre Dame. But, again, what do I know? And, you know, another niche for the, the Disney Giants. Let's see. I, I need to see more about it. Um, hopefully, they just tell a really good story and there's a lot of good things to remember from it. Yeah, um, for this one, the so what's been said so far is that it might not follow the Disney version of it and actually follow oh, the, the book. It's the real story version? Yeah. Oh, then, then lace up your bootstraps, man. It's going to get ugly. <laughs> it's a, look it up. I, I won't ruin it for you guys because it's, it's actually really sad. Look it up. It's, it's quite the tragic story. Yeah, so ho- ho- hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Really <laughs> if, if this is the original story, then believe me, you want to see it, and you will not believe how messed up it is. Yeah, I can imagine. Definitely can imagine. I've, I've, I've seen. Well, Disney had a sick sense of humor. Yeah, I've seen quite a few that. of the the novels. I'm like, ooh, mm-mm. this is way too much right here. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, all right. Moving on. Cool. So um. This is our last segment, which is coming to theaters. So there's three movies coming to theaters this week. Uh, the first one is 33, which is with um, Antonio Banderas. Uh, next one up is My All-American, which is with um, Aaron Eckerd. And the last one is By the Sea, which is with The Power Couple, which is um, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. So, Moss, which is one, or even put in order of movies you actually want to see this week. And This is a pretty... The, the list is everywhere. Okay, so knowing a little bit of backstory and actually um, listening, um, reading up on recent conversations and interviews done, uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, they did this movie together by the sea, and it's a very volatile relation, a couple that's in a very volatile relationship, and they lose touch and they don't get along. But Angelina said that she and Brad actually had a lot of fun doing this film because it's completely opposite from the way things are in their real lives. They get along fantastically. They're they're a team. They're a superpower couple, especially considering how sick she's been lately. And thankfully, knock on wood, she's been battling cancer and she looks like she's making a full recovery, although she did have to take some extreme measures. So I would see that film just to see how far they go with the tumultuous relationship. I'll see that first. I'll see the 33. And then I'll see My All-American. I like Aaron Eckhart, but not enough to see that film because it's just... So he's a, a another podunk All-American boy in the early, earlier, the late 1900s. Just... Uh, no thanks. And... Uh, yeah. So right. I'll see my All-American last. <laughs> All right. For my list, I will have it where I watched the 33 first just because, you know, Antonio Banderas, he's awesome in this movie. He looks great. So You know what's, good? You know what's really interesting? They took that real-life 
terrible situation and turned it into such with such an interesting twist and just seeing it all i was like like had i not known that this really happened i think i'd be more excited but to know that these men really went through all this yeah and then, you know juiced up some of the details it's kind of troubling and i don't know how i feel about it i think <laughs> this is making me not want to fully commit to seeing this movie but had it just been a movie about that without the, this the premise i'd be more for it i guess Alright, cool. And then the second one will be my All-American. I'll go see that just uh, because it feels like every other movie has been made in the last, like, five years, but with Aaron Eckhart in it instead. You know, it remember of... <laughs> it reminded me of, um, the other movie that came out with, um, George Lopez. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. But it came out recently and I was like, oh, I, wouldn't, I thought I wouldn't like it, but it had a lot of jokes in there. And I was like, good. The reason why I put Bias last is just because... I'm seeing this movie. I'm like, mm, yep. And it's not. It's not my it forte. Kinda, really, it's not my it forte. It kind of moved like a French silent film, personally. Yeah. Like the music and just it just moved like a French silent film. But like I said, out of these three movies, that would be the movie to go see, <laughs> just to see the the volatility of their relationship play out. Yeah. But other than that, uh, not a good not a good week for releases. <laughs> yeah, not a good week. Uh, oh, if you really got to go see the movies this weekend, go see the Peanuts, go see um, the Martian, and go see the Hunger Games. Spectre. Which, um, Spectre. I heard. I heard it was alright. Mm, you haven't seen it. I've not seen it. Yet. I've been quite busy, so I've been uh, slacking. That's understandable. On my movies, you know. Ladies and gents, these graduating school, and he's officially full time working. He's a busy, yeah. busy man. So I'm doing a whole lot of stuff. Plus, you know, school season back things, in. Big things, real big things, but no more homework. Yeah, hopefully not after just a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm tired of doing it. So yeah, just got all that and, you know, haven't seen the movies too often, but I will be back in effect in um, December. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, this is the end of the episode. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, and iTunes at Bring On Your Reviews. You can also email us at bringonreviews at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at bringonreviews and use the hashtag bringonreviews for any questions you might have for us. You can even visit the website at www.bringonreviews.com for any movie reviews, the trailers, even this podcast itself. I'd like to thank Moss for being here. Um, where can they find you on social media? Thanks for always having me. My uh, Instagram is defiant underscore moss. And my Twitter handle is at NYC. Awesome. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DwightNC. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Uh, one more time. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can also email me at DC at BringOnTheReviews.com. And I'll catch you reviews next time. Take care, everyone.